0: This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone,
1: and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Scott, and today's game will be pitting the warmer team of Marcus and Matt versus warmer David and assistant coach Matt Coleman. Welcome back to the bench, Matt. Why don't you take a minute to uh, remind everyone the teams you root for, where you're from, uh, and then maybe give us your best uh, moment from any of your previous appearances so far. That'll be fun.
2: Uh, My name's Matt Coleman. Uh, Previously spent most of my life in the Midwest and just recently moved to the Pacific Northwest. Live in Seattle now. Um, Liking it a lot up here. It's pretty interesting. Uh, Still root for mostly the Midwest teams, but I did go to a Mariners game recently. Beautiful stadium. Really enjoyed it there. Uh, It was in the heart of the playoff run. They sadly did not win, but, you know, still a great game. Uh, And probably my favorite moment, uh, and I'll use that in quotation marks, was any of the games Mason hosted with questions of players I had never heard of. So So the
1: same answer as the rest of us. Perfect. Yeah, pretty much. Awesome. Well, thanks. uh, Thanks for coming back, Matt. Uh, David. Newest bench warmer. This is your first uh, foray into teaming with a guest.
3: How are you feeling, Muddy? I'm feeling great. I mean, Matt, Matt and I have some instant chemistry here. So I'm 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 feeling good about the pairing. We're uh, I, I know very little about Matt, so it was hard to come up with a good team name, but but inspired by the fact that Matt recently relocated to the Northwest and the fact that the bench warmers seem to all have an immediate soft spot in our hearts for for the good old Seattle Kraken, we're gonna be the lifelong Kraken fans. All right. The lifelong cracking fans. And speaking
1: of, let's throw it over to Marcus. How's it going?
4: It's going. Um, had a first for me last night. I was coaching in a in a game and uh, the guy, we we're up three scores and the guy kept calling timeouts and it's third down in 18. So I threw the ball and we scored and he called me classless after the game. <laughs> this coming from a team that we know films other teams' sidelines to get signals, but they called me classless. To which I said, uh, "Okay, buddy, don't call the timeout. Don't call timeouts if you want the game to end." So that was fun.
1: How, how did he call you classless? Was it to your face, or did he do it like an yeah? Press conference? It was in the
4: hand. It was in the handshake line. He shook gotcha. my hand and then he said, "You call the offense, right?" And then he, with tears in his eyes, and I'm not exaggerating, he looked like he was about to cry. He goes, "Oh, you, 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 real classy. That was that was a real nice move by you guys." And I was like, "Hey, buddy, stop calling timeouts. I'm not going to run the ball in third and eighteen. Sorry." can't do it fair enough yeah uh matt
1: have you been called classless (laughs) in the last week
0: i haven't but i'm pretty sure there's been a at least a dozen people in my life who'd want to call me classless i'm sure so my wife always says she puts the assy and classy so you know (laughs) i put the gassy and classy there you go i like that one better that's me so Yeah. yeah um
1: what's uh what's your team name gonna be i i think i feel like there's a theme here
0: go ahead marcus
4: yeah um Scott, you had an assist in this. Uh, we were going to just be classless, but it's the two of us together, we're going to be the classless chaps. Classless
1: chaps. <laughs> everyone's favorite. Uh, and it's perfect because it's Halloween. It's everyone's favorite uh, trick-or-treat costume accessory as well. Some classless chaps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. F- figuring this uh, podcast will come out at the end of November. is probably not going to be Halloween. <laughs> it doesn't inside, matter. But- we're recording before how People know. So just so everyone knows, and now it's around Thanksgiving time, it's time for you to start buying those gifts. Everyone knows that tr- traditional Christmas gift that you give to people is assless chaps. So get on that Amazon, order it now, baby. Go for it.
3: I, I don't know what you're talking about. I wear my assless chaps at Thanksgiving dinner every single year. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Maybe we should get that on our um, Public site. So <laughs> get I, I, I was just going to
1: say it's, it's time to start shopping for gifts, guys. I can almost guarantee that there's a tea public sale going on right now whenever you're listening to this because there's always a tea public sale going on. So go pick up some merch. All right, let's kick it over to Dan
5: for the rules. We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see your today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, So it's time for
1: the coin flip, uh, which is our 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. We've got a mat in each corner here, um, but we are going to obviously follow suit and let the guests have the crack at it here. So lifelong Kraken fans uh, are going to get to answer this one. I figure since we got a Matt versus a Matt, that we'd ask a coin flip question about a couple mats. So your coin flip question is, who has more career interceptions in the NFL, Matt Barkley or Matt Leinart?
2: That's a tough question. They both, I'm sure, have thrown a ton.
4: Because they're both bums.
3: yeah. <laughs> It is a couple of winners there, so that's I, I, so we should maybe go by longevity. So what's your what's your feeling about? I mean, because they both they both were nothing special. So so what's your what's your memory of how long each played? Let's start with that.
2: I mean, Linard was in the league for a while. I don't. I feel like he may have been around longer. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think?
3: Well, I, I, my feeling is it's Linard too, but I don't I don't have a I don't have a strong feeling. I guess that's why it's a coin flip question. But my yeah. my gut would have my gut would have told me Linard let's just do it. Okay. We'll check in with Matt Leinart.
1: A couple of USC quarterbacks here. I can tell you that they are very, very close in career interceptions. Um, So he went with Matt Leinart. Uh, He threw 21 interceptions in the NFL. Um, Not a lot of playing time. He was around for a lot, but he just didn't play. So 21 interceptions for Matt Leinart Matt Barkley threw 22 interceptions. So Matt Barkley by one is the correct answer. Oh,
2: <laughs> fair enough.
1: Oh well, that's that's why they called a coin flip. I it was funny when I saw that. I was like, the fact that they're just one interception apart. I was like, I, I have to make that a coin flip. Like that, that's just that's fate right there. All right, so after the coin flip and heading into the first quarter, we have classless chaps who did absolutely nothing with ten points, and lifelong Kraken fans are not on the board.
5: Thanks.
1: Today's first quarter, of course, will be pre- and post-game. Of course.
3: We expect nothing less.
5: Pre- and post-game. For this quarter, there will be four before- and after-style questions. For example, if I said, What all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points.
1: All right, question one in pre and post game. This halfback overcame a devastating injury to become a first round pick and a two time pro bowler and signed with the NFL, CFL and XFL all in the same year in 2001.
4: Okay, we are checking in.
1: All right, classless chaps have checked in.
3: Lifelong Kraken fans, talk it out. So, okay, so pretty sure oh, do, from doing research for other games that the second half of this uh, is Tommy Maddox uh, because I remember that he, he was the XFL MVP, like, I think the only year that the XFL actually completed a season. And I think he may have been with the NFL, CFL, and C- XFL all at the same time. But something that ends in Tommy, Tom,
2: so I'm trying to think of a running back who had a big. Wasn't there a Miami player that got hurt in a bowl game, maybe even the national championship game or right around there that suffered a real gruesome injury and then came back?
3: Uh, I think it' McGee. He was hurt and then no, but I don't think. I mean, yeah. Uh so the implication here, so it's overcame a devastating injury to become a first-round pick. So it's somebody who, right? So you're on the right track. So it's somebody that seemingly got hurt in college or you know right. or. Uh, or or an all star game or one of those kinds of things, but clearly before the draft because he overcame that to become a first round draft pick. But two time Pro Bowler is not that much. No, it's not. Uh, and we don't have a year to go on. The year was for the second half. I don't really have anything here. I'm not. Nothing's nothing's hitting me. Wait, I'm
2: trying to get name, last names that would blend in with Tom.
3: Right. This is why it's it's a curse when you end up sort of when you back into going back to front, it's a, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a curse because now, now you, you want to think about it, but it's really hard to think of names that end. And yeah, I, I don't want to hold this up. I don't, I don't, I, for some reason I'm drawing a complete blank with us without a school or anything. It's hard to, it's hard to, to focus on it. I mean, Tommy Maddox may not be right. It just, I, I know that I'm pretty sure he, I, I know he played in the NFL, obviously I know he played in the XFL. It wouldn't shock me if he played in the, in the CFL, that would stand a reason. Um,
2: the only other XFL player I can name that played, and I don't know what he did afterwards, was He Hate Me, and I can't even remember what his real name is.
3: <laughs> right, but...
2: But I thought he signed, like, a cup of coffee in the NFL
3: for a while. Oh, that's interesting, because what if it is Willis McGay, He Hate Me? Yeah. <laughs> that would be bananas, but it would be very, very Grimes-esque. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's the best answer we have. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We've got got nothing better than that. Right, so I already threw myself off the scent with Tommy Maddox. Okay, you want to check in with that? Not really, but we should. (laughs) (laughs) Totally fair. All right, sounds like we're going to check in with Willis McGee. He hate me. All right. And uh, Marcus,
1: I think you seem like you might have jumped on this one quickly. What did you guys come up with?
4: Yeah, um, Matt and I both had Willis McGee pretty quickly. And then I said, ah, adorable, Scott. I like it. Um, because I believe you guys backed your way into it. I think the second half is Rod Smart. Uh, he played for Carolina. I can't remember who he played with in the CFL, but uh, we also checked in with Willis McGay. He hate me.
1: Well, it's very Grimes-esque. Both teams are getting points, um, and it's great because we get to do the the backup truck on the very first question of the game, which is beep, nice. Beep.
0: <laughs> and we have a social, too, so drinks are on. Oh,
1: oh, everything. Wow. All right. Yes, the correct <laughs> answer is Willis McGay. He hate me. Wow, I did not think you guys were going to pull that. I was like... All, all,
3: all credit to my teammate. As soon as I got on Tommy Maddox, I couldn't get off of it. So,
1: uh, Yeah, Maddox
3: never played in the CFL. He's got the other oh, two. But... Okay.
4: Once Matt said, well, the only other person I know, I was like, he's going to say he hate me. Because <laughs> <play this." laughs> that's, that's who everybody remembers. Is totally.
3: Totally. Yeah, of course. It even was on the back of his jersey. Didn't it just say he hate me on the oh, back yeah. of his jersey? Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. That's awesome. All right. Let's move on to question two in pre and post game. He caught over 200 passes for 3000 plus yards and 41 touchdowns playing two years in the big 12 and was the first Clemson athlete to have his Jersey retired after averaging a double, double all four years he played for them. We're going to check in lifelong Kraken fans have checked in, which means that the
4: classless chaps can talk it out. So my reasoning with the first half is he only played two years. And I remember Crabtree was a redshirt freshman. And when he went off, in that first year at Texas Tech, and so he was draft eligible as a redshirt sophomore, and he left. So he only played two years.
0: Yeah. So, Tree Trey Trey.
4: I don't think you'd make that leap. The only NBA player I can think of, <laughs> his name is Tree. Is Tree Rollins? I thought is the name, but I don't know if he went to Clemson. Well,
0: no, Tree Rollins did go to Clemson. I do know that.
4: Okay. Well, then let's do that. I don't.
0: I'm- I don't. Know much about else about him? If all those, <laughs> the,
4: the the only Clemson player I know that when well there, there's only one player I think of when it comes to Clemson basketball and it's Trevor Booker. But I don't think Cle- Michael Crab Trevor Booker is. It doesn't thing. quite work. So if you know Tree Rollins went to Clemson, let's just go with that.
0: I do. Yeah. Okay.
4: Okay. Uh Checking in Michael Crab Tree Rollins. All right. Over to Life on Kraken fans for your answer.
2: Yeah, we were. Uh, we did. Got the first part pretty quickly of Michael Crabtree. The only name with the tree that we knew was Tree Rollins. So we also checked in with Michael Crabtree Rollins.
1: Yeah, this is one of those beam post games where the second part doesn't matter because if you get the first part, you got it all. Correct answer <laughs> is Michael Crabtree Rollins.
3: <laughs> like Marcus said, there's only one tree. That, that is true. I can, I can actually remember, I don't know who remembers the famous incident when uh, Tree Rollins was in, the, the Hawks were in a brawl with the Celtics. And Danny Ainge at that point was was this annoying player. And somehow they ended up in a scrap in the bottom of a pile. And somehow I think Tree Rollins bit Danny Ainge's finger. That's what I remember from Tree Rollins. Yeah. So there you go. It's actually a pretty famous story. They still celebrate it. So, yeah. But uh, points all around on that one. Nice job. All right.
1: Question three in pre and post game. He was named American League Comeback Player of the Year in 2016, thanks to a career-high 47 homers for the Orioles, and was named Big Ten Coach of the Year six times, Though he never won a national championship, we're checked in. All right, lifelong Kraken fans are checked in pretty quickly on this one, which means a class of chaps. You guys can talk it out again.
0: Oh, I just got it. Um, um, I was sitting there. So, Big Ten coach of the year six time never won a national championship. That was the coach of the Badgers, but I can't think of his last name. Oh,
4: Barry Alvarez or no, oh no. oh the basketball coach That's Bo Ryan. Ball,
0: yeah, Bo Ryan. Yep, and it's Mark Trumbo, right?
4: Ugh. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> yes, that's what I was going to say. That's like Orioles guy that got that comeback player of the year. And then he signs a monster deal. And I think he's still isn't he still on their roster? And he's he is absolutely dog crap. Uh,
4: you think hi- having him and Chris Davis on those big contracts have hampered Baltimore at all? You think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I like that answer. So go. Let's ahead.
0: Go, yeah. Mark Trumbo Ryan.
4: All right.
3: And over to lifelong Kraken fans for your answer. Yeah, I guess I'll take this one since I'm the one who potentially screwed this up. So we got pretty quickly to Mark Trumbo, but for some reason, we both read the Big Ten Coach of the Year six times as being a football coach, and we checked in with Mark Trembo Schembeckler.
0: Oh, that might be right.
3: All right. So finally,
1: we have a little bit of difference here. So that's going to be nice. One team is getting points. The first half is absolutely Mark Trumbo, known for his Trumboms. Um, I actually had to when one team gave their answer, I had to just check on my phone to make sure that both of them didn't win six Big Ten coaches of the year. Otherwise, I would have given points to both teams. But Bo Ryan only won it four times. The correct answer is <laughs> Mark <laughs> Trumbo Shembecker. <laughs>
5: that was
3: that was darn close to almost a very good second answer.
1: Right. I got
5: I got scared because I was yeah. like
1: because I was like, oh, shit,
2: did he get six?
1: And I looked and he only had
2: four. So I was like, yeah, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah. I thought
3: they had it when oh, they... Man. Yeah, so did I. I immediately, I immediately thought we were wrong because I checked in too quickly. I was like, damn it, I'm too fast on the trigger there. Yeah, that was, uh, that was good and scary, but good.
4: <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I would have gone with Beckler just because that's far enough back to where I would have been like, oh, Michigan had to have won one during that era. So I don't think I would have gotten there anyways. The final
1: question in pre and post game. Uh, this is going to be a special, I guess, bomb and other people like to call it a tri-bond. But there's going to be three answers here, so brace yourselves for that. All right, here it is. This guard was a two-time All-Star in the mid-'90s that was involved in trades for both Sean Kemp and Stefan Marbury and caught a pass for six different franchises despite never making the playoffs and produced two first-round quarterbacks in the 2000s after becoming a Division One school in 1997. I don't know if it's going to help either team, but the, the trades were separate. It wasn't one trade that had Kemp and Marbury in it. He was traded for both of them at some point in his career.
2: We're going to check in.
1: All right. lifelong Kraken fans have checked in. Classless chaps. Timer's at like 10 seconds, but talk it out.
0: Oh, geez. So do you think that first part is something to do? Do you, do you think it might be Brand, Uh, Terrell Brandon? Was he ever traded for Sean Kemp? I know he was traded for Stefan Marbury.
4: I don't think so because the, well, I mean, I guess he could have been, but I don't think it was a Seattle trade because then I would have remembered us having Terrell Brandon and we definitely didn't. So it had to have been after. So it had to have been from the Cavs to the Magic.
0: All right. Well, we're out of time here. So yeah, I don't know. Um, can you think of a wide receiver named Brandon
4: or Don, Don Amici? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We think the last part's Tulane. So Terrell Brandon, something Tulane. So, yep. Tapping out.
1: All right. And over to lifelong Kraken fans. Would you guys be able to come up with
3: this one? I think so. Do you want to take it,
4: Matt? Sure. Um,
2: we do think it was Terrell Brandon. Uh, we got the wide receiver. We think first was Brandon Marshall. So we just think it's Terrell Brandon Marshall University.
3: Oh, I like that. Or maybe or maybe Tech on Thundering Herd. We weren't sure what you wanted for the last
1: part. Yeah, that's fine. Um, one team getting points. The correct answer is Terrell, Brandon, Marshall, Thundering Herd, which is what I was looking for. Um, it was the Sean Kemp, uh, the Sonics deal, but it was like a 14 trade. And Terrell Brandon ended up in Milwaukee. Been, obviously, Vin Baker ended up in Seattle. Kemp to Cleveland and Sherman Douglas was also in that deal. All right, so yeah, uh, nice work on that one, lifelong Kraken fans. After the first quarter, we have a score of lifelong Kraken fans with 100 and classless chaps with 60. But it's early and things are subject to change because today's second quarter will be The Missing
5: Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question.
1: I don't do these often, but when I do, I like to drink Dos Equis. All right, question one in the missing link. Four years before Vince McMahon created Wrestlemania, the LA Dodgers had their own mania thanks to this pitching phenom.
2: We're checked in. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Life on Kraken fans have checked in. Thank you for at least waiting for me to finish. Classless chaps, talk it out.
0: Why am I spacing on his name? The Mexican pitcher, um
4: Fernando Valenzuela.
0: Yeah, so Fernando Mania is that what they call it? Yeah, Fernando Valenzuela.
4: All right,
1: you're checking that in.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Okay, just making sure. Our Life on Kraken fans, your answer, please.
2: Sorry, I jumped the gun on this one. Didn't ask David about it, but I checked in I... immediately with Fernando <laughs> Valenzuela.
1: Points all around. The correct answer is Fernando Mania, Fernando Valenzuela, which also means your theme linked answers thus far
0: are Fernando Valenzuela. Oh, I know it. I figured you would. We could be like uh, walling and checking right away. I love Marcus's um, head shake of disappointment. It's like, yes. oh, come on.
4: Baby. I was like, what are you doing? And he was just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, don't worry about it. We got more chances. We got it. Like, it. We got it. Don't worry about points. it. <laughs> All right. Question two and missing link.
1: In the 99-2000 season, he and his brother set the NHL record for combined goals by a pair of siblings. I guess you could say they both grew up in a full house.
0: We're going to go ahead and check in.
1: All right. Classless chaps have checked in. Lifelong
3: Kraken fans, you guys can talk out your NHL siblings. We're all over the map right now. We were trying to reverse engineer from from the full house. They both grew up in a full house which meant that we were originally going to guess that it was the Tanner brothers, even though we can't think of any brothers named Tanner. <laughs> and then, wait a minute, were there Stamos brothers? I'm trying to think of what else would be associated with Full House, because I doubt there were Saget brothers. That wouldn't make any sense.
2: I don't think the Couyers were playing. Uh, they probably were playing hockey, but I don't think of NHL players. I was trying to think what the, who the actress was that plays. I cannot think of the older daughter's name on Full House to save my life. I know everything else about this show, but for some reason, her name wasn't coming to me.
3: Oh wait a minute wait a minute here's another possibility what, what were the twins names that were famous from that the olsons are there Olson Mary- brother are, are there olson brothers Ooh, there could be i mean at some point we're just going to get some random person from the from full house and he capitalized full house in the clue it's definitely a tgif clue here um <laughs> i like tanner as a name for uh hockey brothers i also like
2: olson i i cannot think of a hockey brothers that have either of those names is one of the kids that was on full house married to a hockey player now so the only name that came to my mind when I thought about that was Bure. Uh, I thought maybe one of them was married to Pavel Bure.
3: And I think he oh, yeah. had a brother. Oh, wow. Scored a bunch be, of goals. I mean, I'm willing to go with you for sure. Cause I got, I clearly got nothing. I'm, I'm throwing out just total junk at this point. He I didn't was, know. I didn't, I remember Pavel Bure. I don't remember he had a brother, but that's sort of the level of my hockey knowledge.
2: Yeah. I think it was one of those situations where he scored like 90% of the goals and his brother played. Uh, ah.
3: So like for Henry, some reason, Henry and Tommy Aaron situation. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. That's the best that I got.
3: The Russian rocket and his brother, the, the Russian not so big rocket. Uh, the Buray brothers. Right. Okay, has, good. Has, well, has sounds good. I'm I'm good with that. Let's check in, You want to check in with that? The Buray brothers? Yeah,
2: that's what we'll check in with.
1: Uh, I need one because we know it's siblings. I can't just accept a okay, last so name. Pa-
3: Pavel, then, right? Pavel.
1: All right. Checking in with Pavel Bure over to classless chaps for your answer.
0: Well, I was stuck on Tanner Pearson, who I think currently plays for the Canucks, um, but he um, didn't lead the league in scoring in 1999 or 2000, because I think he was like 10 or something. So um, (laughs) um, then I went back. uh, I know the Sundin twins uh, almost broke this record. But I'm pretty sure this is the uh, prolific scoring tandem of Brett and Wayne Gretzky.
1: All right, neither team receiving points on Uh-oh. this one. Matt Coleman, you were there again. This was almost you. almost Willis McGay. He hated me. This one. Um, the oldest daughter from Full House, and I apologize for the clue not landing. Um, the oldest daughter is Candace Cameron Bure. She is married to. Pavel's brother, Valerie Beret. So the correct answer is Valerie Beret. So the theme-linked answers thus far are Fernando Valenzuela and Valerie Beret. Question three, and I really hope this one's not as difficult, but I guess we'll see how it plays out. This Rebel was the first three-time winner of the NABC Defensive Player of the Year Award and spent his 15 NBA seasons with five different teams.
4: Okay, we're checking in. All right, classless
1: chaps have checked in. Lifelong Kraken fans, talk it out.
2: So the first thing we're trying to figure out is which Rebels you're referring to. You have Ole Miss, the Rebels, not a prolific basketball school. And you have the Runnin' Rebels of UNLV, much more of a basketball school. So I like your answer. I think it makes sense. Still trying to figure out what I think these things have in common,
3: but yeah, I'm beginning to. I think I need to hear another one before I before I'll know that. Yeah, so um, I think what everything Matt's saying is right. We we're trying to think of. I, I mean, certainly if it's if it's UNLV and that's the rebel that Scott's alluding to, then Stacy Ogman is was was always the shutdown defensive guy. Um, so he seems like the right the right kind of guy. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm talking slowly because I'm trying to process for a missing link here. Yeah, I mean, but you want to? Are you are you comfortable with Stacy augment Do you want to think about other Ole Miss guys?
2: I don't know that I can think of any Ole Miss basketball players off the top of my head, so I don't really want to spend any time thinking about that. Yeah, All right. No. I guess
3: we will we'll check in with Stacey Ogman. Fair. Yeah. All right. We'll stay, yep. check in with Stacey Ogman. All right. Over to Classless Chaps, for your answer. Yeah,
4: we couldn't think of any Ole Miss Rebels. And then Matt typed in UNLV, and I said it had to be Plastic Man himself, Stacey Ogman. So that's what we <laughs> checked in with. It
1: was Plastic Man himself. Both teams getting points. Correct answer is Stacey Augman. All right, so your theme-linked answers thus far are Fernando Valenzuela, Valerie Beret, and Stacy Ogman, Which brings us to question four. This linebacker won two national championships before becoming a five-time pro bowler for the New York Giants.
4: We're going to check in.
1: All right, Classless Japs has checked in. Lifelong Kraken fans, talk it out.
3: So once again, we're sort of caught going back and forth between theme ideas and where we think this is going. We're trying to think of Giants linebackers both admitted that we're sort of, you know, it's like LT who certainly was way more than five, but Matt, what did you, what were you thinking, why don't you you share what you said about the national championships? Cause I think that sort of was the tip off.
2: Sure. So we were trying to think of people, colleges that would have won at least two national championships in a four year period that somebody could have won two. So Nebraska, Miami, Florida, and Alabama are the ones that come to mind that would have won two, that somebody could have won while in college. So then I think that kind of narrowed us down that we both think this might be a Miami player we independently came to the same player uh, without realizing it. So uh, we're thinking Jesse Armstead is the linebacker. You feel comfortable checking that in?
3: I do. You know, it's always funny to I'm I'm not good with remembering how many Pro Bowls somebody goes to. I mean, he didn't go to he didn't go to you know probably ten like LT did, and he it was certainly more than one or two. So it seems logical. I, I'm I'm comfortable with that.
2: Yeah, say so the only other New York linebacker that I could even think of is like Pepper Johnson, who I don't think that's going to be the answer. So trying to come up with other Giants linebackers that we know went to a school that won national championships, I think is just a waste of time. I think we would go with the one that we know that did.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm totally good with that.
2: Okay. So we will check in with Jesse Armstead.
3: All right.
1: I am uh, waiting for the Barry Pepper Johnson pre and post game uh, to come up one of these times. But uh, checking in there with Jesse Armstead over to Classless Chaps.
0: What did you guys come up with? we have to acknowledge the fact that I brought up Pepper Johnson in the conversation too. And Marcus <laughs> is like, I hope that's not the first person yeah, to think he, of he when you think of Giants linebackers. Oh, yeah. is that who it was? <laughs> that's who it was. Cause, cause
4: Matt Matt goes, When I think of Giants linebackers, I think of him. I said, I hope not first. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 of
0: course not first. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. But uh yeah, we uh had a very similar conversation and we both also ended up coming to the same person. Uh so we checked in with Jesse Armstead.
1: Both teams are getting points. The correct answer is not Pepper Johnson. It's Jesse Armstead. Which means that the themed linked answers thus far are Fernando Valenzuela, Valerie Beret, Stacey Ogman, and Jesse Armstead. So I will let you collect your thoughts before we move on to question five.
3: All right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. wait! Give us one sec. Okay. No,
0: one sec one okay
1: <laughs> on. damn it all right like my favorite right. bartender i'll give you a triple
0: sec how about that <laughs> uh, all right <laughs> sure i shot a triple sec triple sec oh you <laughs> guys haven't you,
4: own. you you haven't lived until you've gotten drunk off of triple sec when you're broke really oh yeah oh yeah oh, matt knows gross. matt knows what's up oh it is <laughs> okay. it's disgusting it's awful but you when hate, you're oh yeah
5: you,
2: you hate your the next day but yes. in the moment it's a great idea.
4: Yeah, you're like, "Ooh, I can buy a half gallon and get drunk up for $7." A
5: <laughs> half gallon? <laughs> oh,
4: not not even exaggerating. <laughs>
0: buy
4: two of those and you're set for the weekend. Half gallon of triple sec? <laughs> All right, we're going to move on
1: to question 5. This pitcher won a gold medal for the US in 2004, going 2 and 0 with 13 strikeouts in 8 innings.
4: I feel good about it, honestly.
0: Yeah, then do it. I, I trust you. All
1: right. I trust
4: you, too.
0: Aww.
1: All right.
2: <laughs> We're checking in.
1: <laughs> All right. Classless chaps have checked in. Life on Kraken fans, talk it out.
2: So one very random player who I know had a good Olympics. Don't know if it was this one. No, he was a pitcher. I know Ben Sheets had a really good Olympics uh, in the in the year. I think they won the gold medal. And we don't win very often. So I think he was like the star of that team. That's all I got. That name came to me immediately. It could definitely be wrong though.
3: So 2004. I'm trying to think of because I feel like wasn't Ben Sheets
2: 2000?
3: 2004 was the Athens Olympics. I'm trying to remember if I can if I can place watching any baseball games then.
2: Wait, how many innings do they play in the Olympics?
3: The same. I think it's nine innings. Why?
2: Because the only well, this person only pitched eight innings. I don't know if that. Does that actually specify whether this was softball or baseball?
3: Oh, you know what? You're totally right. So is it Jenny, Jenny Finch? It could be Jenny Finch. That would make sense because, because we do rarely win the, and that would have been around her time. Right. Um, I mean, Jenny Finch was on, okay. So, so this actually God, I can't believe I can name more Olympic softball. So Jenny Finch was on that team also, uh, what's her name from UCLA? Lisa Fernandez. Jenny actually works with our it's it sort of we could back into our, our it theme does. here, yes?
2: Like I said, both answers kind of technically work with our theme, but I think that one is a better theme.
3: I I think so too, which makes me think it's more specific than what we guessed a minute ago. But and I
2: think we and I think we won the softball game in extra innings. I thought we won an extra innings too, which would make sense if she pitched all of the innings plus one.
3: Well, no, but so bear mind, played... since, No, but says goes she went two and O oh, So that's over two games, the eight innings. So she could have had a win in a, you know, she could have come in in a safe situation. True. Who the heck knows. So, okay. But, but either way, Jenny Finch probably sounds reasonable.
2: Yeah. I'm worried that Ben Sheets US team won in 2000, not 2004. And that's what, concern. that's what,
3: that was my inkling as well, because I seem to remember he was already in the majors in the early 2000s.
2: I said, I watched I, him pitch for like a team USA team in like the late nineties. So it would not make sense that he would have been on the Olympic team in the 2000s. So I like Jenny Finch better.
3: I, I think it's Jenny Finch. I'm pretty sure. That would also be Grimes esque to throw in a Jenny Finch. Plus plus she's she would be the most obvious answer based on what we think the theme is sort of trending towards. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. So all right, all right. We'll check them with Jenny
1: Finch. All right. And classless chops. I just wanted to say it like that at least once. Uh your answer, please.
0: Yeah, we we didn't really discuss much. We just we went with the theme of what we thought it was and Marcus. I did. This is
4: on me. Home, I I I like your guys' answer better because I, you know, was all over Ben Sheets and I also felt like it fit our theme. And so I was like, I don't want to think about this anymore. And if I had, I I think I, I definitely like your guys' answer, but we did check in with Ben Sheets.
1: All right. One team is getting points. Um, For the sake of like good podcasting and being a good host, I didn't ask my original question, which was name a softball player. That was my original question five. The correct
3: answer is Jenny Finch. Because had I asked it that way, I'm sure both teams would have got it correct. You're probably right. Although what's her name is making a name for herself. Why am I blanking on her name? She's 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 the baseball announcer for ESPN sort of uh Oh, Mendoza, right? Yeah, yeah. So she was a soft she was a big name softball player. She would have she's the only one that's sort of climbing the charts that way. But you're right. Jenny Finch is is definitely uh sort of top billing there still. Yeah. So uh the
1: theme-linked answers are Fernando Valenzuela, Valerie Beret, Stacy Ogman, Jesse Armstead, and Jenny Finch. Both teams submitted a themed answer to me after the fourth question. We'll tell you that both teams submitted the same answer I will tell you that classless chap submitted it a little bit before and I will also tell you that I've decided to be a little bit lenient because neither one of you got the actual theme but I will accept it the theme is no no I won't no. Tell, so I will I will no. throw it and let you guys say what it is but uh yeah okay. you guys since you guys were second why don't you give me your answer uh, for the theme first there?
3: Well, we said song titles, but I was about to revise it based on the fact that it was Jenny Finch. Because now I think you wanted to be—I was—I was already thinking this before you just talked about that. That I—that was thinking you wanted something more specific. We were playing with because of Jesse's girl, Jenny eight six seven five three zero nine. Valerie, I think, was an ABBA song. Uh, what were the other ones? Or maybe no, Fernando was an ABBA song. Valerie is. Um, why am I blanking? But anyway, they're all sort of sound like women's names from from song titles. But I don't know how. I don't know how to zero that in. So so you just,
1: you just went with song titles. That's, that's what we had submitted. Yes. All right. And then classless chaps, you guys got it in first. Um, why don't you tell what you said
4: as well? Um, yeah. I mean, whenever I see the name Fernando, the first thing I think of is an ABBA song. And I kind of just threw that out there at Matt, like right at the beginning. And then as we went down, we just kept seeing more, you know, more more and more that fit and I I literally sent to Matt I go how do we say this because I didn't think it was correct and so it was just like eh. and then Matt was like how about names and song titles so we submitted names in song titles
1: Yeah so when I came up with this my theme answer is popular or I'm sorry names in popular songs um because technically the song is called 8675309 or the title and so the title is not Jenny however Thinking about it more and doing some research here, it is kind of in parentheses, so I will accept that they are all song titles. So both of you guys are correct. Um, I will give it to Life on Kraken fans as well because they are song titles. But uh, Classic Chats had it first. So you guys are going to get the hundred points. Life on Kraken fans will get the fifty. The answer is popular names, or I'm sorry, names and popular song titles. So nice job, both teams on that one.
3: Yeah. And uh, I'll definitely take the heat for this one because Matt threw out early on song titles, song titles, song titles. And I was like, I want to hear another one. I want to hear another one. So should definitely defer to my to my partner for sure. Apologize, Matt. No, you're <laughs> you're fine.
2: It also didn't help because there's also a song called Ben. So that also led me to
4: Ben Sheets, perhaps exactly being exactly what Marcus so. was thinking. That's what I, I'm like. That's a Michael Jackson song. I was like, I don't want to think about this anymore. Let's just go <laughs> with it because I know Ben's a song for sure.
1: So yes, nice job on that one, guys. Um, Names of popular songs, and like I said, now I'm sure it's less of a surprise, but this was Dan approved, so. All right, so after the second quarter, we have the following scores. Lifelong Kraken fans have 230, hanging on to a very narrow lead because classless chaps made up some ground there, and they have 220. So we have a 10-point game
5: going into halftime. Now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 25 points. All right. Question one
1: in halftime in the movie speed. Dennis Hopper constantly refers to Sandra Bullock's character as wildcat because she attended what university? We can check in. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Classless chaps have checked in. Lifelong Kraken fans, you can talk it out. I, oh, I'm my gosh.
2: Pretty, I'm pretty certain on this. It, it's a great film. Big part of my childhood. She definitely
3: went to Arizona. Cool. Check it in, then. I I I don't. I remember the movie. I don't remember that part. It's, I probably haven't seen it since I saw it in the theaters. So, yeah, go for it.
2: Yeah, we're going to check in with the University of Arizona. All right.
3: And Class of Chaps, your answer?
2: Yeah,
0: same thing. Went. Down, yeah, Sorry, I was looking down as Mark is pointing at me saying, Dummy, answer the question. Yes. You're, the, you're
4: the one he checked in. So. The
0: University of Arizona.
1: <laughs> Tell Wildcat there behind the wheel. Yes, uh, Mac Holman's. I should give bonus points because it is an excellent movie and a staple of my childhood as well. Correct answer is Arizona. All right. Question two, a little bit more recent than Speed, although I'm still not sure how Speed three on the train hasn't come out yet. But we'll we'll hold out hope for that one. Question two. Hall of Famer Jerry Rice recently appeared on a season two episode of the show Home Economics, which stars what former that seventy show actor?
4: We can check in, Matt.
1: <laughs> All right, classless chaps have checked in. Lifelong Kraken fans start going down your list of that seventy show actors.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, uh, uh, Matt. Matt, you 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 uh, messaged me right away. How sure are you about that?
2: I've seen the ads for this show. They look terrible, but I'm pretty certain that Topher Grace is in it. Which is pretty on par for him. He will do any terrible show
3: or movie. So, so then that makes sense. Let's check it in. Alright, we'll check in with Topher Grace.
1: Alright, and over to Classless Chaps, or Marcus.
4: Uh, yeah, I've seen the ads also. I take it just from Matt's response that he's not a big fan of Spider-Man 3. Um... <laughs> We, uh, we could
2: talk a lot. We could talk a lot about that afterwards. Yeah, we,
4: we <laughs> might need. We might need to. Um, yeah. So we also checked in with Topher Grace. Yep. Both teams
1: are receiving points. Uh, apparently, Matt Coleman didn't like the movie Take Me Home tonight. Uh, the correct answer is
4: tofer Grace. What What got me there is the the guy Jimmy Tatro, who I. I know he was on Modern Family I yeah, guess but yeah. I know him just from his internet videos like Oh I know him. I remember, I know him
1: from uh, 22 Jump Street he was ridiculous yeah, in that movie yes, Yeah Yes
4: cuz that's what he is.
1: Yeah. Um I know nothing about this show and I just saw the like the big premiere that had Jerry Rice in it and I was like there's a halftime question.
3: Didn't he play David Duke in the in Black Klansman?
0: Yes he did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Good movie.
0: I, I mean, Topher Grace is fine. I don't think he's okay. Yeah, I always cheered yeah, yeah. for him. I think he's I like a good him. act. He's yeah. fun, and he's he's a good guy from what he's, I hear.
1: He's got that like kind of lovable loser like quality to him, right? Like a Jason Biggs, like a, you know, it's like a guy that you like root for because they're just like kind of quirky and yeah.
0: His character in that '70s show is so what he is, or what you think of him. I wonder if that's exactly who he is too, right? The dude who goes to the Packer game and buys a Bears. Jersey, because right. he doesn't know anything better. So yeah.
1: If I run into him in West Hollywood, I'll let you know. <laughs>
0: <eat> you. Thanks.
1: <laughs> all right, Point all around there, bringing us to our third and final halftime question. Rob Brown is known for his roles in various basketball movies, such as Coach Carter and Finding Forrester, but in 2008, he starred as what Heisman winning running back in The Express?
0: Mm. Yeah, this Matt, you know what? Yeah, hold on. It's got to be... Um... Oh... Uh, um right yeah what i why am i spacing on the other half of it oh oh yeah 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 okay yeah yes <laughs> yes what an idiot uh, okay we can um, check in scott all
1: right classless chaps and oh, checked in geez. what an idiot good good all right now my life, uh, life one cracking fans talk it out
3: wait um matt i don't want to do this to you but i i i got i I'm, I'm gonna dan this one i'm, I'm conjuring my inner dan because i because i i know this guy's name i just get need a out of thing.
0: the mind palace you are <laughs> <in my laughs> not. No, you have been told you he, are not allowed he's you not are, in oh there he oh, goes wow man, he can't go in the mind palace wow. he's barely allowed in the foyer and and we what thought Stace, the hell we, we,
1: we thought stacy Ogwin was the <laughs> rebel but here's dan or he, david rebelling so against
0: you're him. not even allowed in the vestibule what are you doing
3: in there <laughs> I, I, I worked out a deal. <laughs> he gave, a time, he gave up a timeshare. Well he got a he, he gave up the big office when he went emeritus. So I uh that's so why I've got a timeshare exactly. I'm 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 ninety-nine percent sure it's it's uh, Ernie Davis.
2: From Syracuse.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's what it was about. It's a good movie, actually. Underrated, I think. Um and okay. a sad story. But anyway, yeah, 99% sure it's Ernie Davis.
2: I do remember there was a movie about him and that sounds right. I'm, for, I'm good with that.
3: Okay. We'll check in.
1: All right. You're checking in Ernie Davis, right? We are. All right. Classless chaps, your answer. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking
4: about?
0: I thought you said you got this, right? As in like, you know that what the answer is, right? And you. Yes. And I yeah, was. So and what's I was... the answer you had? Because I had a different. Go ahead. What's the answer you had?
4: Ernie Davis. <laughs> okay go with that because it was
0: you that was pointing me in the direction yeah i was i was, just, I, I was well, just okay, trying to so, get you there because i yeah because
4: i yeah because you said i said you you know this right and i was just letting you get there
0: well because the so just so you uh, so aware here the smu 30 for 30 was about the express and the that pony was about express. eric the pony express yeah so that was about eric dickerson yeah, And so I was, and for some reason I read Don Davis, I'm an idiot. Okay, yeah, yes, he, Ernie yeah, Davis. checked in with the same oh, answer. what a <laughs> twit.
4: <laughs> you guys took too long answering. You broke Matt. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Matt forgot what he wrote down. He wrote I, it in the chat. He wrote Davis. And then I said E and he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So we're yeah, checked what? in with Ernie. I, Davis. Was, I,
0: I And he said E, so I was thinking like, oh, it was Eric Dickerson. So E, and so I came up with this, <laughs> anyway we checked in with ernie davis Jamie Krivus,
1: no <laughs> both teams are getting points and sweeping the halftime round the correct answer is ernie davis um I yeah, think we have broken we have broken, it bad it's true i feel bad
3: i'll, I'll give nothing a minute. to do with it i feel bad
1: i'll give him a minute to recover here uh, yeah. ernie davis was the first black winner of the heisman trophy in 1961 and it, it, david yeah you're right it, it's it's a pretty good movie all right, after halftime, uh, both teams swept around, so we don't have a, a change in the deficit, just the scores. So, Lifelong Kraken fans holding on to that slim lead with 305. Classless chaps looking to make up some ground here with
5: 295. Uh, now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench, Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of three pairs of questions, one easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, the teams will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 25 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points.
1: This David versus Goliath is going to be the NBA Draft Class Edition, so I'm going to give you a year. And then all you need to do is tell me the
0: all-time leading scorer from that draft class. All right. It was nice talking to you guys. Have a great <laughs> night. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Let me know when the round is done. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap.
3: This is, this I, is I the of d- Mason sitting out the, uh, the the movie round, right? I promise you that the the Davids are Davids.
1: I promise.
0: Unless we have some 1960s or 70s era guys on here, there's going to be zero input by Matt.
1: Mattress Answers: Elgin Baylor to every Elgin every Dyer, year. <laughs> Oscar Robertson,
0: Jungle Jim Luskatoff Billy the Hill, McGill. I'm ready to go. I'm ready.
1: Question one: David, 2007. Goliath, 1990.
0: What? What is the? What is the shtick again? It's the their
1: who? Just the guy from the, that that was drafted that year that has the most career points.
0: Oh sweet Jesus! Seriously,
1: so like it because oh. two thousand three is not in here. If I ask for 03, that obviously it's LeBron.
0: Who? Yeah, <laughs> never heard of this guy. I'm sorry, man. You know I would love no, to I, help. No, I don't. I would love to. I help. was
4: hoping there was going to be schools involved. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have anything on this. We might not get a single one. To be completely honest,
0: I know nothing about draft oh. drafts or the NBA. I mean the NBA draft. Oh wow. I know nothing about that.
3: Wait, you did say NBA, right? Yes. You did say okay, okay. God, you made me nervous again when you start talking about the NFL draft. I didn't say the NFL. No, I thought somebody else just said something never mind. Sorry, I'm hearing things that are both. I mean, if it time. was the NFL uh, uh, draft,
0: I would have like a slight chance of maybe I, I getting no, we're, something.
3: We're, 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 we got this. We're, we're, I, think we're, oh, I think we're good. Okay. I, uh,
1: I, I like Marcus's idea. I'm willing to put the schools I, in. But if, but, if they, but if they can get it, if they can get it, I'm yeah, not
3: going to. But we have
0: to find a way to make this entertaining for people who are listening right, though, also.
3: Right. Yeah, I'm willing to put the schools <laughs> in. I'll tell you, I got a solid guess at Goliath this time. But that's only because this is exactly the time that I paid the most attention to basketball. Other than that, I would be screwed. I'm, I'm going to put the schools in. I'm making really?
5: an
1: executive decision as the host. Okay. For okay. the sake of the podcast, I'm going to put the schools in. So, All
3: right, wait, wait. Before, before you do, can I can – I, can I, I'm just going to – wait, hang on. You
1: can, type oh, no, to no, me you can type it to me, and I'll, I'll confirm to these guys if you want to flex a little bit.
3: No, no I don't want – I don't need to flex. Only with you. I don't, I don't <laughs> need to go public. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> All right. So what I'm going to do is give you the year and the school, and then you're just going to tell me the player. And these players are all gonna be the highest scoring player from their particular draft class, so question one David two thousand and seven texas Goliath nineteen ninety Oregon state. can I check I'll check in yep, yep, all right, we'll check in all right, lifelong Kraken fans have checked in, and David's Flex was successful, just so you guys know <laughs> you didn't need to tell them. Or it or just I just. So- Six flexible, I don't know how you would say that, but there's
4: got to be a way. Six sex? I don't know. See, this is why I wanted them to agree to this because now that that's a thing, yeah. We oh, can, yeah, sorry, classless chats. Can, can, I don't know if I said it, but you guys can talk it out. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can check in with Goliath. Oh, really? 1990. Okay, Oregon, Oregon, Oregon State. Scary Payton. Oh. That's what, yeah, I heard See, he had I, now, a... I feel, now. I feel bad because, like I said, I would have liked them to agree to it because now I'm just that's such a huge, but yeah, we're checking in the Goliath. Gary I heard he
0: had a pretty decent song back in the day, it was
4: great. All right, checking in Gary Payton
1: and Lifelong Kraken fan. Your answer,
3: this is all, yeah, yeah. We, we checked in with Gary, we checked in with Gary Payton also. I mean, obviously, Oregon State clinched it, there weren't that many players that came out of Oregon State. I mean, AC Green a few years before that, but. The glove gary payton
1: all right both teams getting points uh for goliath the correct answer is gary payton the uh leading scorer from the 1990 draft class and the david answer obviously 2007 out of texas is kevin durant all right question two in david versus goliath oh sorry actually i have to look something up because i don't know what school this guy went to <laughs>
0: Farragut Academy High School. Yeah,
1: yeah, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, I, I do know what school. I just want to make sure. Okay, yeah, I wanted to verify. All right, so question two in David versus Goliath. David, 1996, high school. Goliath, 1991, Michigan State.
2: I'm good with that. Let's check in.
1: All right, we'll check in. Life on Kraken fans have checked in. Assless, no, I was going to say. <laughs> Classless
0: chaps, talk it out. We're both assless, and well, I mean, I'm that's, assless, that's, but I mean, I
4: gotta, I assless gotta, ask, and I gotta ask for days. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: he's got some booty going on, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so
4: we're both in agreement that 96 is Kobe, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, yes, yes.
4: So if we think that, um, and you said Steve Smith, you think, went to Michigan State.
0: Well, I know he went to Michigan State. I don't know if he came out in '91, though.
4: I mean, that's roughly going to be the time frame. I mean, well,
2: we have to make. Yeah, I mean, he points. played.
4: He played until like 2003, 2004, maybe. Really, I thought so he was longer, but I guess now You think? Yeah, I guess. Well, okay. I nah, now that now you've career. got me thinking like.
0: Fifty. Yeah. That'd be a fourteen or fifteen-year career.
4: I mean, he did play a long time. He bounced around, and he was a good player everywhere he was at. I, I mean, just, I, I don't he know. He was a scorer
0: too, right? Yeah, you know? yeah.
4: I mean, it's up to you. If you're confident,
0: no, I that mean, he went there. I'm I know good. he went there. I know that Steve Smith went to Michigan State. I don't know if he was drafted in '91, and but I mean, he might,
4: and now that you say that, he might have played later. It could have been like 06, 07, which puts him at like 15 or 16 years.
0: Well, we got to make up a couple of points here. So do we want to gamble? Or do we want to take the points? I I'm gonna guess they probably checked in with the with the Goliath.
4: If you if you're sure he went there, I'm good with yes checking it. Okay, so we'll check in with the the Goliath with Steve Smith. All right, and lifelong
1: Kraken fans for you. Uh, what's your answer?
3: Yeah, so um, nineteen ninety one is my draft class, but surprisingly, I was not drafted. Um, you weren't. You weren't. Sure. You're not the highest scorer. How uh, you know, for some reason, yeah, maybe I was drafted. I just didn't. I just didn't make this list. You know what? Ne- you're the you're the highest scoring bench warmer from the nineteen ninety one from class of nineteen ninety one. That's class. true. That's true, and it's not really close because I'm the oldest by far. Uh, so actually, I think Dan might have graduated
0: the same year. Oh, really? The, Dan graduated yeah. maybe ninety or ninety or eighty nine. I don't know.
3: So so Sorry, you happen Dan. to hit my sweet spot. No, no. It's, I was just going to say you happen to hit my sweet spot of the NBA because the last question and then this one are right when I was paying a lot of attention and, and a couple of guys we've already talked about tonight because Terrell Brandon was 91 and he would have been pretty high up on this list too. Um, I think Matumbo tumbo is 91. I think I think grandmama was well Larry Johnson was this year, but it, pretty sure it's Steve Smith. He did go to Michigan State and he did stick around a long time. So we checked him with Steve Smith. Both teams getting points. Correct answer is Steve Smith. Nice. Yeah.
1: And I'm now I'm really glad I did the schools because that's probably that's probably really hard without I not for David, but for everyone else. (laughs)
3: No, 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 no. In all fairness, Scott, like I, I knew the guys in this class and I still wouldn't have guessed Steve Smith without Michigan State. I wouldn't have. I mean, that would have been that would have been hard, really hard. Wait, are you
0: saying that your class that you graduated college was 91 or high school? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I I would have the
2: the
0: same draft draft class. Yeah, because I would (laughs) have
2: he was draft eligible.
0: Yeah, I exactly. was draft eligible
3: in 91. I had an agent. I had signed with an agent. I was good to go. Working <laughs> <it>. so- <laughs>
1: All right. Question three, the final question in David versus Goliath. David, 1997, Wake Forest. Goliath, 2001, International. Not the name of a school. David, just <laughs> from overseas. Mm. David's like International University. I think that's in Philadelphia. <laughs> Not there's Florida International. That's, yeah, that's a legit place.
0: Okay. We'll go ahead and check in there, Mr. Scott Grimes.
1: Wow. Well, thank you for that uh, proper name. I appreciate it. Uh, that's not classless, but
3: classless chaps have checked in. Life on Kraken fans, talk it out. But this is out of my sweet spot, Matt. What, do you, what are your What are your feelings before I sort of share my thoughts?
2: The two names that you have kind of put out there are both good. I'm trying to figure out if I think. The time frame is right on both of those. I mean, it's close. How sure are you that both of those people were in the 2001 draft?
3: So they're right. They are right there. I mean, I. I so the two names were sort of kicking back and forth the Paul Gasol and Tony Parker. If, if they're both 2001, and I'm not sure they are, um, I'm pretty sure that Gasol is just over 20,000 points. And the only reason I remember that Tony Parker isn't is that I feel like I was on a recent episode and there was a coin flip question about Tony Parker's uh, it was somebody asked like who scored more points Tony Parker or some was it the Tony Parker Reggie Theus or something like that I can't even remember but I remember I just for some reason I've been stuck in my head that he's just under 20,000 now if they're that then of course it comes down to are they both 2001 the 97 is a the 97 is a gimme wake for sure right right sure I don't know I I, God, I wish I I wish we could know whether they were going for the Goliath or not because that would tell me how conservative we have to be but right. I say no guts. I vote no guts, no glory. But I will leave it to you. You're our guest. You you can make the decision. I've thrown out everything I've got. I'll I'll totally leave it to you.
2: Oh, I'm always on team go big or go home. So I think we definitely should go for the Goliath. You think? Okay. It's,
3: think it's Gasol. I, my my heart is with Gasol. I also asked a question about him recently because he was traded for his brother. Uh, right. It was and 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 I feel like when I did the research, he was over twenty thousand points and. 2001 is right about right. I mean, what I can tell you is he's 2001, you know, plus or minus one. Like, he's right in there.
2: Right. If you've been on top of this category 100%, I think we go with your answer.
3: Let's let it ride. Let's do it. All right. Don't be mad if it's wrong. That, but that, that's,
2: <laughs> the, that's the
1: wrong quarter style, Matt. This is yeah, David let Totally different quarter.
3: <laughs> that's right. It, and, and apparently he wants David to go for Goliath. So uh, I guess we're checking in with Bogusol. All right. Checking in with Paul Gasol and Classless Chaps.
1: How much did you guys gamble?
0: <laughs> yeah, so Marcus brought up Tony Parker. Um, and yes, there was Reggie Theus and Tony Parker was my coin flip for the fast break that I just did this last week. And so Tony Parker, I know, was 19,000, but I'm, I'm not even sure what year he was, if he was 91 or 2001. So we checked in with the one 2001 that we are pretty sure. And that was Paul Gasol. Cause he just retired. Like Marcus said, he just retired like about two months ago. So well, I think that was from
4: like international play, but he definitely played longer than Parker.
0: Yeah,
1: I agree. Well, with gems like Kwame Brown and Eddie Curry and design Jop in that oh. draft class, wasn't any of them. Wasn't, wasn't there Murphy. like a,
0: wasn't there like a ridiculous one too, like in the top five that did nothing. Oh, the bulls, the bulls guy.
1: Tyson Chandler, he, he had a nice career.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think but he's what the Bulls are expecting.
1: I can tell you that, uh, yeah, there are a lot of international players or several international players in this draft class that had really nice careers, like Mehmet Core. And this did have Tony Parker and Pau Gasol in it. Also oh had Joe Johnson, too, um, ah. which could, it's probably right behind uh, the answer, but the correct answer is Pau Gasol. So both teams are getting points. Nice job.
0: Nice job.
1: Old ISO Joe. I I saw Joe, man.
4: Who's still getting it in the big three? I hate
1: watching him in the big three because he's just so dominant. It's like not even fair. Like
4: he could honestly probably still be playing. It's not
1: fair. Like it's Jared Jack this past year was like almost at that level, but like it's just not fair. All right. After the third quarter, we still have a tight game. Lifelong Kraken fans still holding on to that 10 point lead with 455, and classless chaps have 445. That brings us to the fourth quarter.
5: The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total.
1: The categories for today are as follows. Um, you know, we started this thing off. We've got a mat in each corner. We started this off with a Matt versus Matt question. So your categories for the fourth quarter are category one, M, category two, A, category three, T, and category four, T. Also, Matthew's my middle name, so it just it makes a lot of sense. Uh There's just a lot of Matthews here. So
0: I spell my name with one T, though. So,
1: yeah, well, you're a hipster. What what can we say? (laughs) Uh, so uh, M is going to be about Joel Embiid. Question two, A is going to be about minor league baseball. Question three, T, spell T-E-E, is going to be about golf. And question four, T, spell T-E-E, is going to be about T-Martin. All right, it's so now time for both teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category of M. Joel Embiid is just the third NBA player to hail from what African country? We're going to check in. Lifelong Kraken fans have checked in. Classless chats, so you guys can talk
0: it out. I was just throwing over options to Marcus. Oh, what I'm are just they? Just thinking of uh, African countries. I said Zaire, uh Sudan, Sudetenland, uh, Cameroon. I used to smoke Cameroon Classics as my cigar. I think it is.
4: I think it's Cameroon. I think.
0: Oh, did I actually help out here in some way?
4: (laughs) I had a feeling, and I just, I don't know. I should know this. I don't know why it's leading me there, but I was thinking it, and then you typed it. So might as well just, we'll check in with Cameroon for 69 points. Nice.
1: All right. And over to lifelong Kraken fans for your answer and wager, please.
2: Yeah, I think David and I were waiting for this question. It's what we thought when we heard the category. Uh, and we both typed to each other, Cameroon. And that's what we checked in with.
3: Like like Eddie Murphy in Trading Places, an exchange student from Cameroon. <laughs>
2: for 100 points.
3: <laughs> 100 points.
1: All right. Well, both teams are getting points. Uh, the correct answer is Cameroon. Uh, the other two Cameroonian players are Luke Richard Mbamute, uh, who was actually Embiid's mentor and is the one that convinced him to pursue basketball. And then the okay. other uh, the other Cameroonian player is one of my personal favorite sports names of all time, and that's Georgetown's Ruben Boomshe Boomshe.
2: If this had been a Mason game, that's who you would have asked about, so I appreciate you.
4: I wanted to make it at least somewhat gettable. You, my, my favorite college basketball game of all time, and tell me if you guys remember it, Pops Mensa Bonsu. Oh, I loved Pops Mensa Bonsu. <laughs> what you, George, George guy, Washington, right? Yeah. George Washington. Because yeah. they made a run, and then he, yep. he was in the league for a couple of years. Yeah. Yep. Pops, oh yeah. Menta, all
1: right. Question two in the category of A. This one's a little bit of a long one, so bear with me, but it'll be in the chat. So, The last pitcher to record 300 strikeouts in a season in A ball did so in 1983. He was a first round draft pick who compiled a record of 19 and four with a 2.50 ERA winning minor league player of the year. He debuted in the majors a year later and spent 16 seasons in the bigs winning a Cy Young award and multiple world series along the
0: way. Who is this pitcher? We're going to go ahead and check in.
1: (laughs) All right. Classless chaps have checked in and might have something up their sleeve. Lifelong
3: Kraken fans, you guys can talk it out. Yeah. So we started throwing around names from about that era and the name once we sort of started kicking it around um now i now i personally can't get off of it i was waiting for matt to <laughs> matt <laughs> to talk me out of it but that person is Dwight Gooden and part of the reason why i can't i can't bring myself off that name is that he know your host he's he's uh he's Gary Sheffield's uh uncle oh my god so so i figure it's got to be some kind of scott connection here but um are you good with Dwight Gooden matt
2: yeah, I mean, we went through it. He checks all the boxes. He won a Cy Young. He won multiple World Series. The yeah. year would be right. He pitched until
3: about 2000, so. That's right. He won. I can't remember which. I know he was with the Yankees in the late 90s, and of course he won with the 86 Mets. Um, right. So he definitely won multiple World Series, and he definitely won the Cy Young. He came up really young. So, I mean, he came up, he set all kinds of records because he came up as a teenager, I think, which would make yeah. sense for a guy who only spent one year, like, blowing through the minors. So that also checks the boxes. That's why, he, that's what makes sense. He did. He,
4: he, just was watched... blo- he was blowing through the most of his major league career, too.
5: <laughs> 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 he was blowing through his blow.
3: <laughs> Perfect. Oh. All right, sounds, like, sounds like we're checking in quite Good. Yeah, you're right with that?
2: Yeah, like I was just gonna say, I just watched the ESPN series that they did on the '86 Mets, and they talked about that about how he came up really young, and that was part of the reason he ended up getting and having problems with drugs later on, as he was so young. Yeah. And basically, was alone by himself trying to make money for his family. It was a I mean, pretty sad story overall, but yeah, I agree. I think it's it's way good. All right, for
1: All how right. many points? One hundred. All right, and over to Classless Chaps for your answer and wager, please.
0: I had a tough time getting off of uh, Roger Clemens. He was, he, you know, I thought he had more than one Cy Young and I'm not sure exactly how many championships or how many World Series he won, but I thought he won multiple. So I was sitting here trying to work a way to to get to Roger Clemens just off of the 300 strikeouts. But um, finally we settled with Dwight Gooden too. So we checked in with that for 100 points.
1: Wow. All right. Well, both teams are getting points. It's very Grimes esque The correct answer is Dwight Gooden. Um, <laughs> the Gary Sheffield thing, honestly, is just a coincidence. Um, <laughs> I just, I just need to find something, uh, unique about a ball. And when you type in a ball season, Dwight Gooden is the first thing that comes up because I mean that three year span for him is incredible in 83 to do that, then to come up to the majors the next year, uh, win rookie of the year, uh, lead the league in strikeouts, and then the following year he had his triple crown year, won the Cy Young. I mean, that's incredible. And then the next year he wins a World Series. So I mean, that's I don't know if you can put together a better start of a of a career over your first three or four seasons than he did.
3: Right. So so he, so he did everything you just said by the time he was about twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. That is really ridiculous. It's no wonder there was so much pressure on him. All right. So we still have a close game
1: uh, heading into question three of the fourth quarter. We have lifelong Kraken fans with 655 and Classless Shaft trailing a little bit behind with 614, but it's still anyone's game. And that brings us to question three in the category of T. In 2019, GolfShake.com released a list of the 10 longest drives in history. Carl Cooper has the record with a drive of 787 yards, which he achieved in 1992. Only one golfer appeared on this list twice. He is the only player to have won all four individual World Golf Classic events and has a U.S. Open and a Masters victory as well. I promise you it's not Dwight Gooden. Who is it? But it's somebody else related to Gary Sheffield, no doubt. So. <laughs> a lot of golfers in that family. Yeah. yeah.
0: Golfshank.com.
1: Shake.
3: Shake, shank. not shank. Golfshank would be cool too, but.
0: golfshake <laughs> that makes yeah, less golf. sense.
3: Yeah, it does make less sense. <laughs> then golf shank. golf shank. Because then we can this get the golf shank redemption, redemption the, right? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Someone nice. comes from behind.
1: We are going to check in. Glassless chaps have checked in, which means that the lifelong Kraken fans oh.
0: you
1: guys can talk it out. Punishment for not checking in
3: first on a golf question. Yeah. So okay, go ahead. Do you want to share some of your thinking here? Because I got not much. Well. I
2: say my first thought was, I think Happy Gilmore is only on the list once, not twice.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that was really the last productive thing I added. Uh, two major wins. Try to figure out what the Dwight Gooden line in there it, might It's mean. not.
1: It's just, I just gave a lot of information on the Dwight Gooden one. So I don't want you guys to think I just went back to Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. okay so, so that nothing was- to do with <laughs> it, I promise.
3: <laughs> All right. So so, I started throwing around guys that I I mean, I don't pay attention to much golf. I certainly don't read golf stats, but I was trying to think of guys who hit the ball a ton. Um, Tiger Woods, obviously, at his peak, but there's no way Scott's going to ask a question about Tiger Woods. It would just be, I mean, that's like... That's like asking a softball question about Jenny Finch. Exactly. Name a golfer, right? Name a golfer, name a softball player, right? That's like shooting fish in a barrel. So there's no way. So then I was trying to think of other people I know that hit the ball a lot. I mean, a ton that I've ever heard about. And I... (laughs) And, I, and the first name that came to mind for me was, but I get some of these guys confused because they all have such golfer names, but I think Dustin Johnson was the first name that 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 hit me. Okay. Uh, think, but I don't, but go ahead.
2: Do you know anything about how many majors or which ones he's won? I know he's won a couple, but I don't know. A
3: couple sounds right. I mean, he hasn't won a ton, but I feel sure. like he's been, uh, I don't remember. Okay, so the Masters is one I actually try to pay attention to. And I'm trying to think, you know, like I could just picture like who they're putting the putting the green jacket on. It's possible Dustin Johnson. I mean, it's not Phil Mickelson. He's obviously won the Masters, but he's won a lot more than this.
1: Sure. And the way
3: he's, the way, the way Scott worded this and has a U.S. Open to Masters victory makes it sound like those might be his only two majors. So it's a guy who's not that established. I don't know. I, I honestly don't have anything. I, I, Dustin Johnson is the That's closest it. thing I I can come up with. But, but I, I, you know, like that would be, that would be a total stab in the dark pretty much.
2: So here's another maybe limiting question for you. Do you know when WGC events started?
3: Oh, that's an interesting question.
2: To kind of narrow the time frame down.
3: Oof, no, I I I mean that's a thing that's going now, right? Right. I mean, so I, it's so it's it's oh, let me put it this way, it's modern ish, right? So like I don't know, I have no I can't place when it started, but that wouldn't well, okay. It would just help because it would rule out, you know, Jack Nicholas or somebody like that, right? Um right. Yeah, that's a really good call though to think about other pieces in the clue. I don't I don't I got nothing on that.
2: I mean I'm I'm fine with Dustin Johnson. That's one of the like three current golfers I could probably name. So
3: Yeah, that, that other guy who hits the ball a ton is um oh god, he always comes up on the program and I can never remember what the hell his name is. Oh no, 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 no Kepka does come up a lot, but that's not what I'm thinking of. It's the guy with the French sounding name, uh, Deschambeau, Bryson Deschambeau. Oh, yeah. He hits he hits the ball like a ton. <laughs> Uh, I'm Chambeau only Chambeau I'm, Chambeau.
1: I'm only laughing because David called our podcast a program.
3: <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Friend, friend of the program comes up on the program. Deschamps, Deschamps, Beckler. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I I I I'm I'm gonna leave it to you. Um, oh, you, you shouldn't you, do that. You're 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 our guest. I've thrown out some I've thrown out some names. Like Dustin Johnson is the one I like the best, but but okay, that's okay. like. A, but I'm telling you right now, that's like a a sixty percent, not a not a ninety percent by any means in terms of my my certainty. All right, guys, what's the answer?
2: Dustin Johnson. Check in with that for a hundred points.
1: And I'll throw it over to. I, it's been a couple hours, but I'll throw it over to Classless Chaps for your answer and wager, please.
0: So I said. I mean, big hitters that are on the tour right now is a whole bunch of different people, but the only one I could think of was Dustin and I couldn't remember his last name. And I said, Johnson, and then Marcus popped up and said, well, wait now. So <laughs> I said, I couldn't figure said, out this whole Dwight Gooden hint at the end. So maybe there's something to that. So and, Marcus says,
4: and when he said, he said Dustin Johnson, I was like, I'm pretty sure he like tested positive for cocaine, like <laughs> after an event or something, I'm not even kidding you. We can double check it to be sure, but I was pretty positive, And I was like, Allegedly. yeah, that's gotta be the, that's gotta be the Dwight Gooden thing. And, or, <laughs> and so we... <laughs> So we backed backed into Dustin Dustin Johnson Johnson.
0: based off a a hint that we found out later was not a hint based off of cocaine. So there you go. (laughs) Another song. Another song entitled Cocaine. Listen, (laughs) it doesn't matter how you get to the answer.
1: It can be cocaine. It can be a lucky Johnson in this instance. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Dustin Johnson.
0: By the way, we uh, checked in with uh, a great number of. Nine points. <laughs> no, 69
4: points. <laughs> That's what I said, 69 points.
1: <laughs> All right, so with that, both teams are uh, getting their points there. It's going to come down to this final question. I like when it does. It, I'm just not used to it. Um, classless chaps have 683 going into the final question, and lifelong Kraken fans have 755. So still, anyone's game? And the fourth and final question is also in the category of T. T. Martin won a BCS National Championship in 1998 before becoming a fifth-round draft pick. T. didn't have much of an NFL career with just six career completions to his name. However, every single completion of T. Martin's NFL career was caught by a Hall of Famer. What two players were on the receiving ends of T. Martin's passes?
4: We are going to check in.
0: Scream, scream,
1: all right, classless chaps have checked in, which means for the final time, we get to hear Matt and David talk it out.
3: What are you thinking, Matt?
2: Well, um, we're, we've both been trying to think of teams that would have had two Hall of Fame wide receivers, is the first thing to think about it during that time period. That's right. And then
3: reverse, reverse engineer it. Yeah. Keep
2: going. Yeah. I like it. Right. And you had at least an idea initially about who you thought might've drafted team Martin, which was beyond me. And your thought was the
3: Raiders. And they did have yeah, a I don't, Hall of Fame. I, I have vague memories that he was with the Raiders. I don't know at all that he was drafted by the Raiders. I mean, he'd be the kind of guy that, well, he specifically said he was. Wait, when did he say he was drafted where he was drafted? In the fifth round. That's what I said. Fifth round. Yeah. So, I mean, it's certainly a chance he latched on with somebody, but yeah. So go, keep keep going with like the two hall of famers on the same team, even. So,
2: yeah, uh, I, the only one, I mean, that team does fit the criteria because they do have Tim Brown and Jerry Rice on that team at that time. And I'm struggling to think of another wide receiver pairing where both players would have been in the Hall of Fame who would have been around that time.
3: Right. So, we'd be talking about early 2000s.
2: I guess you could be talking about a
3: tight end wide receiver that's true i wasn't even thinking about tight ends that's a good point but there are fewer of those in the hall of fame so maybe it's uh, obviously if you're gonna
2: if you're gonna be on the podcast a lot you gotta start thinking about tight ends more often so
3: oh. <laughs> but, wait i'm not sure if that was an eid reference or yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you're right you're making me nervous i think i'm playing a game that he is hosting coming up here so um I I cannot think of two wide receivers besides Tim Brown and Jerry Rice that were teammates, and I know they were. Uh, yeah. I hate, I hate to just give up because we can't think of anybody else, but that does that one that that fits all the criteria, right? It does.
2: We're gonna check in with uh, I almost said Jim Brown. We're gonna check check in with Jerry Rice and Tim Brown. <laughs> For how many points? One hundred.
1: All right. And I'll throw it over to classless chaps, uh, for your answer and wager, please.
0: Yeah, I think he only played with, uh, two teams. I believe T, um, T Martin was drafted by the Steelers. Um, but I don't think he played any games. I don't think he threw any passes. So, and then he came back, uh, after he went, I think he went to NFL Europe and, uh, for a season or something like that. And then came back and played for the Raiders and like, what did we say, Marcus? Was it 02 or 03? Something yeah, like that. it was
4: in that area.
0: So when we said the Raiders and I was thinking, well, I don't think he threw any passes with the Steelers and he was with the Raiders. So we both said, all right, well, it's got to be it's got to be Brown and Rice. So we how checked many points? In with 100.
1: All right. So we know that Matt Doherty knows an absurd amount of information about T. Martin for some reason. Um because he did go play in NFL Europe and then came back. He was drafted by the Steelers. It's interesting that you guys, that uh, David and Matt took the the teammates route because he did play and throw passes for multiple teams.
0: So, you
1: know, interesting that you guys didn't, I guess, maybe consider that. But
0: We had a he, question about T. Martin as a fourth quarter. I remember that. Yeah. A while back. And I remember that. And that was about Tennessee. It was about the Tennessee National Championship and who won mm-hmm. it after. So yep. I went back and did some research on T. Martin because I knew he was a guy I should know more about. But I felt <laughs> like enough. I didn't. So that's why I know a little bit about him.
4: All right, well, And I yeah, just no. love
0: any, anybody that has good NFL Europe. I loved those NFL Europe guys. They're always fun.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Um, he did throw some passes uh, for the Steelers, who did have a Hall of Fame pass catcher on their team at the time and it's not classical Burris, um, but both teams are correct. He did complete his six passes to both Jerry Rice and Tim Brown. I believe it was five to Rice, one to Brown. He actually only threw to one other receiver in his entire career, and that receiver dropped the pass, and that was Elvis Witted on the Raiders. So he he played two games with the Raiders, and, like, back-to-back, I. I I mean, he must have just come in in the fourth but uh so yeah he completed only to rice and brown
2: who was the third receiver i just need to remember this the next time i play Mason
1: <laughs>
0: he uh was not a hall of famer
1: no he didn't even catch the ball he dropped it so i could thank thank you alvis witted for not catching it so that i could ask this question because you really would have screwed it up otherwise so yeah Elvis witted um just he was a guy I remember him from Madden but that's it
0: he was a guy we're just this is like a Mason episode that is right
1: <laughs> it's no it's it's like it's a Mason episode except I'm not asking the types of questions I'm just talking about him after
3: I asked like right, gettable questions
0: yeah
3: semi gettable questions <laughs> I guess um <laughs> it's a whole game bubble. we 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 try to take a question that Scott asks and we turn it into a Mason. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's new round style. That's, <laughs> That's right.
0: right. That's right.
3: That's
1: <laughs> right. Both uh, both teams getting points on that one. Flavor text about T. Martin. Uh, his oldest son is Amari Rogers, who currently plays for what team, Matt?
0: The Green Bay Packers. T. Martin's son is Amari Rogers.
1: That is correct.
0: Wow, I didn't even well, know that.
1: Now you know even more about T. Martin.
0: Evidently, yeah
1: yeah so the game has come to an end and here are the final scores uh it was definitely a close game all the way through both teams uh with some really high scores finishing with 783 points are the classless chaps and the clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the very obvious t martin award (laughs) with 855 points are lifelong kraken fans so congratulations on that guys, um, throw it over to Matt, um, Coleman, not Doherty. We'll, we'll let you do your thing later. Uh, Matt, as always, thanks again for being on, uh, we, we really appreciate you and your support. Uh, thank you for being an assistant coach, being a fan of the show and for letting our new bench warmer here know that he needs to study up on his tight ends, really appreciate that. So, um, (laughs) yeah, we, we always like having you on and we can't wait to have you on next time as well. So we'll get you that five timers jacket soon. I promise.
2: All right, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This was a great game. Uh, shout out to Mason, who I've made fun of a lot, but I think Scott and I's <laughs> interests just align a little bit more than Mason and I. Well, do, you, so. you you
1: know who Cameron is, so th- there's that I do, and I love speed,
4: so you know, we've got a lot of for us here. <laughs> the movie, well, the movie, and Doc, oh, okay. and Doc, and Doc Gooden loves <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> All, right.
1: All right, no, no, absolutely, thank you. Uh, David, this was your first, uh game
3: teamed up with a guest. How, how, how do you think it went for you? Oh, well, Matt made it so easy. I mean, he was uh, we were we were we had a good rapport here. I think we had some good conversation back and forth. Um, I feel I still feel guilty about the missing link because Matt was practically screaming at me in the chat to, to, to check in something. And I was I was resistant. Uh, I didn't want to pull the walling and go into re- too early and too often. You also uh, thought Fernando
1: yeah. was a girl's name, so
3: that's true. I that was yes, yeah, my other embarrassment for sure. Matt, yeah, thanks for coming on and thanks for the support and uh, thanks for being a great teammate. It was it was it was fun. Scott, great game. You said it was going to be fun, and you were right.
0: Well, we lost by a total of seventy two points, which is three points away from.
4: Come on, Marcus, help me out here, huh?
0: <laughs> so we lost by seventy two points. It was just three points away oh, from. Oh
4: yeah, 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 yeah. Sixty nine. That's that's nice. what I do. That's and, what I bring um, to the sh- That's what I bring to the table.
0: Marcus and I were con- we're pondering episode titles, and he came up with what I think is the best one. So
4: <laughs> we know we can't do it.
0: <laughs> Why not?
4: Oh, because T's nuts. M-
1: maybe we should talk about this <laughs> off air. No, yeah, exactly, because yeah. it's probably
0: not going to get used. So we'll say T's nuts. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we,
1: we probably that's great, but we probably shouldn't do that. All right. Thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm.
5: That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes, Yeah. yeah.
0: Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. that great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick thanks to him for producing that music for us you've been listening to the Bench Trivia Podcast make sure to check us out on all of our social media we are at Bench TP. TP and then there there, I guess T. Martin must have been tight with Randall Cobb because like Amari Rogers like I don't know if this is a godfather but like his mentor has been Randall Cobb and now they're playing on the same team
1: yeah interesting huh Couple couple SEC boys there, T. Martin and Randall Cobb, maybe that's
4: what mm-hmm. it is. Kentucky. You know who I think of when I think of T Martin because they wore the same number? Hmm. Quincy Carter. Oh. He no, comes man. up in my head whenever I think of T Martin, I'm like, no, they both wore seventeen. They're Ugh. they're both played in the SEC, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they all I mean, look the same, right now. Not forever. Sorry. <laughs> <authority. laughs> wow.
0: Say dude. That. Wow. You had to save this like for the end of the show. You, like make fat fun of uh, Matt's racial ignorance. Thank you. Oh man. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Oh god. I you now that I sound like an a- <laughs> uh
3: I'm literally about
1: to get two different podcasts canceled because people don't forget to get canceled after I dropped that Crushes episode.